son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Yerp! If you're listening to part two, oh, that probably means you're coming back from part one. Let me just say, good to see you again. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Hope you had a good time with part one. I hope you were itching and scratching and waiting and begging and, and just foaming at the mouth waiting for part two to come out. Guess what, motherfucker? Guess what, motherfucker? Is right here. Uh, I swear too much. I want to. I want to. I want to clean out my uh, my my mouth's palate. I gotta clean out my vocabulary. Um, but I'm too busy thinking deep thoughts to even try to think about deeper words. <laughs> uh, I'm glad y'all are back. Uh, I hope you're not. You didn't click on this one first. Uh, or tap on this one if 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 yeah if you haven't listened to part one, listen to that one first. Just because you know it it'll it'll make it all make sense. Um, without further ado, let's just get it fucking started. I'll I'll see you guys at the outro. Uh, have a good time listening. Uh, let's go with Micah Bruce, baby. Not part two. <laughs> Is that a... It's Needles. Is that a Needles basketball jersey? Yeah. Oh my god! I can't believe that even exists. Yeah, it's yours. Oh wow, where'd you get it from? No need no need to ask that question. Okay, yeah, I'll talk. Okay, okay. I know what that means then. I love it. Holy <laughs> shit. That's so fucking funny. A Needles basketball jersey. You literally told me about it, and like a week later I found this, and I have, li- oh, yeah. I have, I have forgotten to tell you about it. Because I, uh, I was telling I you about the, the tracksuits and stuff. Yeah, and their tracksuits are amazing, but they're nine like $100. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're insane. I've never, like, it's one of the things that I, like, know is cool and good, but I can't fucking afford it. Uh, it's crazy how much I've I've dedicated my life to um, being energetic and uh, funny. And then, I mean, just how often I fail. Insane which, to commit, but which you know, which which baseball player hit every one of their you know at bats? Yeah, but that's no. that's another that's another thing that's like uh, there's there's skill and then there's chance of also getting in the MLB and then playing. We're fighting for our chance to play in the MLB of, of comedy. Doctors yeah. can't go. Last person died on the fucking table, but I do have to put this wrist together in the next three hours. Let's see if that one's okay. Yeah. Like doctors, I, doctors don't get the bomb; they get fired for malpractice. Yeah, and I if you think about it, comedians are just comedians are just as important as doctors. Yes, because we mend the soul. We, because laughter is the best medicine. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, there's been like at least ten cancer patients who have died at my shows. I'm just gonna I say mean, that right now. I'll say this right now: I tried to laugh COVID off. <laughs> And it did not work. <laughs> You're dying. <laughs> I will say this: laughter was, in fact, not the best medicine. Dude, that'd be. How would you live with yourself if if laughter <laughs> was the best medicine 
and yeah. someone with COVID, like he came, like he's in an incubator suit, like he's like fully hazmat. And he's like, yeah. I came here. You're like dancing so hard and they're giving you nothing. And I'm just like, buddy, you got to open up a little bit. It's your elf on the line. <laughs> yeah. What, where are you from? I keep asking you. <laughs> and what you are do you answering. do? Are, are you too fucking? <laughs> <laughs> or do you make money? Are you what, white under there? What is? <laughs> what nationality are you? <laughs> so I can make a joke about it. Do I feel at home with you or am I a little scared? Um, <laughs> That's such a funny way to like, it's like, I'm not racist, but there's some people I feel a little bit more scared around. Is all I'm gonna say. I used to try to do like crowd work in the, in the character of a dumb guy, but I think that it didn't translate. It character. was a thing where it was like, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but it was like, like so below like functioning brain level where I literally would go, I would be like, what do you do for work job? And then people would did, it was so many layers of yeah. stupid that people, that people were just like electrician. <laughs> like they didn't get it <laughs> and you're just like oh yeah i was also like three years in a comedy and- i was gonna say i mean all those jokes you do like at the beginning and you know it's funny i i say that and in the grand scheme of things I'm, I'm still in my beginning yeah um i mean all those jokes that are like oh this is like anti-comedy and i'm doing yeah it isn't fucking it funny wh- how this isn't comedy yes yeah, fucking horseshit it's just like a cover I do it's it all a cover conversation. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, but it's just like a cover for like not being good at comedy yet. Like the people who did like real like anti-comedy shit, they got good at doing comedy first. Yeah. And then switched and didn't like, you know, start there. Yeah, see, I could never get good at comedy? No. No, I yeah, I've said that to you a lot. No. I do think I think I've settled into the fact that maybe in life I am just like a song and dance kind of man. And like when I do stand up, it's more about the fact that like I have free reign for like 12 to 15 minutes to like just be myself. Yeah. And you're like, I because I would always liken your comedy style to um, Michigan J. Frog. <laughs> I would say you're very much like Michigan J. Frog. Hello, my baby. Hello, my <laughs> a fucking top hat and a cane. See, I, it, I'm glad that you said that because I think I'm a little bit closer to a crazy frog. Crazy, beep, you beep. know. Yeah, you are closer to crazy frog. How does the rest of that song go? I was gonna go beep, ba, 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 boop, but that's Scatman. No, that's Scatman. <laughs> yeah, that's it's crazy frog is one of those things where I've seen like a lot of alternative comedians make jokes about it on Twitter, and it was just one of those things where I was like. I don't really know this well enough, but I'm going to pretend that I understand your joke. Yeah. When, as soon as you said Michigan J frog, I was like, is, is that a play? Is that a play on Fox? Michael <laughs> J. Fox? Who is this? Yeah. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. I realized it's just like an old guy, an old guy reference of mine. No, I mean, I fucking love Michael J frog. He was my favorite part of Looney Tunes. <laughs> and let me just say right now, I, is it Looney Tunes? I don't. Um, the only thing I know him as is like the mascot for the WB, the TV channel. Dude, I thought he he's also part of Looney Tunes, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll hey, and I'll fight to the oh, yeah, fucking no, death. Cause, no, because it was a cartoon where he somebody would like see him. It was a guy, like a guy, his owner would see him like singing and dancing, uh, and then he would try to show somebody else, and and they and then he would just like sit there and be a frog. So everyone thought the fucking guy was crazy. That was mm-hmm. yeah, that was like an old Looney Tunes thing. That's funny. 
Uh, Mike, I want to get into the uh, one of the one of these few segments that I have in the show here. I love it. Can uh, I, before we get into the segment, if you're gonna ask to pee, the answer is no. You had a chance. God fucking damn it. Go pee. I'll talk okay. while you're gone. Be cool. Quick. I'm gonna bring the. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna bring the phone with me so like everyone can hear it. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean people are about to get hard as a rock? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're gonna hear me take a piss in my bathroom. So you know what? If this is part of, if they don't like this, I Dude, understand. I can't wait for these people to hear the piss flow. It's going to be strong as shit. And don't mute the, it. No, I won't. But here's the thing. I really do have a strong stream. Does it have anything to do with penis size? No, it has everything to do with pee hole size. <laughs> I have the smallest penis, but you could fit a fucking cucumber up there. Dude, um, I, I swear to God, this is like a thing that has... um not haunted me that's kind of a strong word yeah i guess but my first girlfriend nice congratulations um, thank you so much it was last week um (laughs) no but i was like whatever like 17 no she wasn't my first girlfriend but it was a girl i lost my virginity to i was like 17 wait congrats dude thank you so much that it was like i so i'm sorry it was last week she was 17 and i was 32 (laughs) (laughs) but i was like yeah i was like 17 and she was giving me a, a blowjob and she stopped and she stopped and went, you know, you have like a really big pee hole, right? And I, I, I tell you this, that I've thought about it with every single woman I've been with since I was 17. And it is a shame, a shame and a, and a, a darkness that I carry with me. There's, um, there's a power that women uh i feel like don't realize that like their their words have um when you're like when you're having sex or doing anything that has to like anything that's sexual yeah um uh uh before i met this girl and i was dating around there's one girl i hooked up with and while she was giving me head she mid head looked up to looked up at me stopped and said this is the perfect size penis and yeah and you're like okay I was like, the way that you said that, the timing of it did not seem like it was a compliment. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It was like you were halfway through a blowjob, realized that maybe I'm going from soft, hard, soft, hard. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I'm kind of mushing it. And you went, this guy needs to hear this. Yeah, I was I was making out with a woman once. Nice. Dude. And, and If we were I, in the studio, we would have high-fived at least oh, seven, abso- seven times. Oh, ab- absolutely. And I, my penis got hard while we were making out and she like uh, touched it felt it over the pants and she and then she and then she was like oh and like she made some comment about how it was like she's like i don't I, it's really difficult for me to like you know have sex with guys that have big dicks yes. and i was like sick and then we had sex and she like took it fine like really well like, <laughs> <laughs> like super she really was the good at taking it and I was oh, like, when oh, I, I when guess, I have sex I with people with big dicks, I scream so loud. And then you're having yeah, sex, and, then, and she's looking at her phone. <laughs> it's like mm? <laughs> she like locks her lips, like, <laughs> throws away the key. Are and I was like, a good oh. time. <laughs> and then after we had sex, she was like, "What are you thinking about?" I was like, "The thing that you said." <laughs> oh my god. Um, I so. Oh God! It's gonna be okay. This is gonna be the last thing I say about this girl. Okay. Um, but you love you love her and you want to marry her. I will say I do like her a lot. Yeah. Um, but she did. She went to Harvard. 
and university. Uh, I made that joke when you told me that. It's still so <laughs> in person. Funny. It's still funny to me to be like university. <laughs> I love when I have friends on the show and I have to talk as if you don't know 99% of the things that I'm going to say. But but not everyone that listens to your podcast is around when we have conversations. Exactly. Uh, actually, they are. I have a lo- I have a lavalier mic on my fucking phone at twenty four seven. Well, then, then your listeners heard you really mad at someone the other day. Really mad, and they, they heard me in borderline tears. Yeah, I said that to Lily. I was like, there was a moment where I mean, I was like about to cry, and she was like, "No, I could sense it." You know. Yeah. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about why, but like no, but but yeah, because you were upset. But I feel like I would have made money if I recorded that. Um, would have been a good scene. Yeah, you have to harness that energy for your next audition. Hold on, I'm gonna cry on TikTok real quick. Yeah. Um, but what was I just gonna say? No, so she so she went there, and I feel like there's just like a certain kind of uh uh. uh person who goes there if you uh, i mean if you're not if you're not someone who worked really hard to go there what you are is you're probably a hot wealthy white boy uh with a nice body and a probably probably a, a a nice penis and yeah. and this is the first time i've been with someone where there's been so much talk about what your sexual life was like before you two met yes Which i guess because, is because an, you an adult because, thing because you were in a relationship for a while and i was young and like when you're young yeah when you're young and you're dating someone you're not like i did have sex with this person i had sex with this person and it was like this and my experiences were like this which is how i know i like this that's not how it is yeah um but but oh yeah i i've I've like had sex with women thank you yes who have like had sex (laughs) who have like had sex with people i know and they're like And they like tell me about it. They've like told me about it, but mostly I don't care to know. Like not so much that like I'm like I don't want to I don't want to know a woman that I've had sex with that had sex with other people. But I'm like I don't need to know that about people and about like guys I know. And how do you act around those guys that you know? Oh, fine. I don't really like. I have very little uh, hangups or about. I'm I'm not a particularly jealous person, and I don't really have a lot of hangups. I feel like the only thing I would be like, okay, if you're having sex w- with me and someone I know, like concurrently, then I would probably, you know, have a, some more feelings. But if it's like, oh, if you had sex with someone I know, whatever, three months ago, the fuck do I care? Yeah. You also can't, you, I mean, you, well, you can't judge anybody on anything they did before they ever knew you existed. Yeah, exactly. Unless it was like, you know. Um, but I don't sexual, think I'd, I don't think I'd be able to handle uh, a, a girl who um, has like slept with a handful of my friends. Like, yeah, I, then, I then just, you shouldn't. Then you should not have sex with any comedians. Uh, no, I would actually. I I'd venture to say I've done a pretty good job not doing that at all. I um, did a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my God. man Mike said I tell a joke and afterwards I come a lot. Come a lot. Come a yeah, lot, man, Harris. I... Let's go. Has anyone made that <laughs> no, joke yet? <laughs> I don't think so. I liked it. She's Joe Ryden. Come a lot, Harris. Yeah. 2069, maybe. <laughs> there it is. We fucking um I mean I didn't I don't know why I said we. I just was here. 
<laughs> but there was uh um I, I heard a lot about I heard a lot about uh you know what 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 her sexual life was like before she ever met me. And yeah. I and I uh didn't have a lot to say because I was dating someone and I wasn't like a I wasn't a a whore before that. And yeah. um and uh I like I never really I, I never had a slut phase in college. I just didn't do it. I didn't like people knowing my business. I hated that. I hate when people yeah. know my business. Uh and I also think I'm gonna fuck bad. So I would hate for my business to be that I fuck bad. Yeah. Um I I had um yeah, I think I kind of gave up on on that mostly fucking because good. I, no, I mean I never started that. <laughs> I, I give up. I guess I gave up on the idea of fucking good, but I I just have always kind of hooked up with people I kind of know. Yeah, but for like not for, not a hundred percent because I had like a fucking ugh, really bad like Tinder whatever dating app phase for like yeah. a. A couple of years where I was like, I this is like a legit like where the thing where my roommates at the time were like, you seem to be going through something. <laughs> you're, you're going on so many dates that this seems to be like a thing you're going through. I love. I would love for that conversation to start with like a dap up. Like, hey man, uh, that 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 is like the fifteenth girl this week. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have gone on dates. Literally, like there was one point where it was like, oh, I've been on. Um, dates with different people like whatever nine of the last 10 days or something oh, and it was just like i didn't feel good i didn't feel happy obviously dude when i was when i was dating i had myself three months where i was alone after this breakup and let me tell you right now a covid breakup three months felt like a year it, it felt like a whole year but did that give but did, did that give you time like ample time to to yeah, process but, yeah because the relationship was uh dying long before that yeah um as, as I, a lot of relationships do yeah and i think that made it like if we were like i mean we were we were we were deeply in love but our i think our idea of love especially because it came from a place of being young i am older than her uh by a couple years but like by nine years by by, by <laughs> 97 years <laughs> yeah um our idea she, was, of love, she was 15 she was 15 i was 26 <laughs> <laughs> um but like our, our idea of love i guess was like so much about like commitment and loyalty more than like even knowing what like actually loving someone is yeah that's a real fucking like because was it like your first big relationship like your yeah, I've had I yeah. had a I had a high school relationship that lasted like two and a half, maybe almost Fuck, three years. Yeah, yeah. But it was high school going into college. And yeah. in reality, that's not like that's not like that's a relationship you're learning how to like be with someone, you're learning how to like love someone. I love that girl. Um but I was also still operating from like this idea of like love is like a commitment more than anything. It's like loyalty, and I still think that. Uh, yeah. But I think it's since you're Italian too, you get you kind of get that idea. Yeah, but I think it's also like a um it's also like a not not a not a particularly naive thought. I think it's just a a, a it's just a thing you haven't gone through yet. You know, yeah. now that you have a little bit more. But it's a thing where it's like you really it's just I do I remember my fuck it my first like big heartbreak. I was like 
I was done, like devastated. Yeah. Like couldn't, couldn't handle it. Couldn't be a person. And it was, it was a, it was a big thing. It was like, I think, but the, the big like lesson that I learned from it was like, Oh, I like, okay. Like I got through it. Yeah. I'm like fine now. Yeah. Every time I see any woman, I cry, but it's like, <laughs> I mean, no, I can't like, talk to a woman without regretting anything I've ever done. No, I can't look a woman in the eye, but that's just because of the misogyny. <laughs> it's a different, <laughs> it's a different thing about me. Uh, no, I did have that question. Lily and I talked about that the other day. Um, because in reality, at this point, it's been like eight months since the breakup. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I, I personally feel like that's like more of enough, more, more than enough. Like the, you know, the, first of all, we're in a different world right now. I feel like if, like, if you find someone great and it's fantastic and that person's great for you, I don't care if you broke up with someone like the week before, like, yeah. So I, so that was the thing where it was like, I used to have really, really long gaps okay. between, between relationships where it was like. You know, I broke up with some, like someone and I broke up and then I was single for probably like two years. And then I went through another relationship and then I was probably single for like three and a half years or four years after that, like mm. dating around, fucking whatever. And then a couple of years ago, it was quick, like broke up with someone a couple months later, I was dating someone else and then broke up with someone. And a couple months later, I was dating someone else. And then I think it really doesn't like... It doesn't matter. As long as you're not doing it in like a codependent, like, or like a rebound like, kind of way. Yeah. Or like a, like a serial monogamous kind of thing where you're like, it's not like the first person who gives you more than, you know, one day's worth of attention. Time. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's like a thing where it's, I think people kind of put, put too much pressure either way. Like, is this too soon? Is it not soon enough? Is it, but it's like, I don't know. I think it's just a thing where, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm like really unbelievably charming and good looking, but it's never been like a, <laughs> a problem for me. Um, but, it's, but it's always like, it's always the thing where it's like, okay, I feel like I'm in a relationship now because I am whatever. I, because I'm open to it because they're open to it because everything has kind of lined up in this, you know, in a way. It's not, it, it, it always, you know. I mean, every relationship I've been in, except for the one I'm in, I'm currently in, have not worked. So what yeah. the fuck does anyone know? You know, but it's the thing where it's like, oh, nothing. I don't. I don't. None of my relationships ever seem too forced. Yes. And I think that's where where things go awry in a in a in a different way than most relationships go. You know, in in the you know in the relationships go awry because people grow older and get up and grow apart and, and things yeah. change. But, it, it, but in the thing where you're like, Oh, we kind of just were like, I need to be in a, those people are, are the people who are like, I need to be in a relationship. Their relationships seem to be pretty constant, but not, they don't seem to be very healthy. No. Uh, and I think that's like literally the first thing I thought of as this like thing was budding. Like, just making sure that the entire thing was, uh, you know, how am I approaching it? How's it, how's it even expanding? How's it becoming what it is? And just like over time, I was like, no, like you're not like, you're not even texting this person if you're feeling like lonely or sad, which would be like a codependent thing. You're not saying like, let's hang out if, if uh, you have absolutely nothing to do. Like, 
that's not you're doing it like you're figuring out like when is she free what is she up to uh you know make yourself free for that because that's that's what dating is and then like spend like spend time once a week with this person and over the yeah. course of three months it's become okay now we're gonna see each other a couple more times a week i like you yeah i've definitely had some relationships that have been like i started like like i hooked up with someone and we're like this is casual and then all of a sudden we're seeing each other like five days a week and i was like like out of nowhere and i was like i guess you're my girlfriend now because i fucking seen you this often <laughs> um that is true and also because i haven't been dating like that um i didn't know when that threshold uh when where it is i was yeah. like there's so many things that we did that i was like oh i, I you know i guess adults just do that when you're dating i guess you do wake up and you uh eat $40 worth of croissants. At the- yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I heard I from that- other people like, I don't care if that person's giving me the best sex in my life. I'm not sitting in the park with them for three hours. What are you talking about? That girl likes you. <laughs> like, Yeah, 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 exactly. But I think it's good. I think, I mean, not to coach you in your relationship on, on no, the No, please do. I have, I, you're a guy, so I'll accept <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. Okay, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but it's the thing where it's like, so you know that you're not like i don't know you're you're cognizant of like i okay you are you know eight months is is a is a good amount of time in between you know from being out of a relationship but also it was a whatever four-year relationship and you do need you do need that little bit of a buffer i think if you if it was if you had broken up two months ago and all of a sudden you're like oh i'm hanging out with this girl all the time that'd be a giant red flag i think it would just be a thing where i'd be like buddy like be careful kind of thing but i think it's i don't know you seem to be like taking it slow and 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 really like you're feeling like you're you're letting yourself it's nice because you're not like walling yourself off but you're also not like you're my girlfriend right like you know yeah so yeah yeah so it's you're you're letting it have a natural progression which is which is i think the hallmark of the of a of a a healthy mindset and a and a and a you know natural kind of comfortable relationship which i think is is the you know it's nice to have the kind of like crazy passionate things but those always like they they flame out unless you're like some weird fucking like antonio banderas kind of like oh my lover God, yeah. guy and you're i mean you're just fucking for the love of the game not even but, for the yeah. woman or sex itself no you're fucking to not even to come you ever just, feel like you ever feel like you're fucking more for the uh idea that you are fucking and not that you even want to finish oh absolutely yeah like literally a lot of the times like i've had sex so many times like through eight total yeah, which is pretty good. Which is pretty good for down <laughs> my age. Eight, eight, eight times of sex, but I'll like, especially like in the morning, I'll like be having sex, and nice. and they will whatever they'll fucking uh, you know arrive nice. uh, at their destination, and then I'll just be like, I'm good actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to come. I'm fine. If you had a good time, I had a good time. I can tell that this is gonna be a long haul. So yeah. let's nip it in the bud now. Dude, there's there's been a couple of times where I've had to say like, hey, you know what? I know I'm young. I know I'm vivacious. I know I have an okay diet. It's not happening right now. I don't know it's what's a, going on. It's just not going to happen. It's not happening. 
there's this okay so before when you were talking about uh not hooking up with people or not wanting people to know your business and not wanting to fuck bad yeah i remember i was hooking up with someone who was a friend nice and but no this this the rest of the story is not gonna be that good oh. but and just, I just so like, you know after after this story i'm getting back into the uh sections that i never did yes absolutely uh, I, I i didn't mean to hijack your podcast but it is you a did. conversation but it is a conversation with me <laughs> so it's gonna get hijacked a little bit um but i was looking up with this woman who is a, a friend of mine who still is um and i just truly like we i would go to her house all the time and i just truly could not get hard wow a thousand like it, tried so many times and it was just a thing where it was like oh and she like told people and it was a little embarrassing to me but it was a thing where i was like oh i just wasn't like I was going there to like hook up with her because it was available to me. Yeah. You know, like she was, she was, I mean, I thought that I would, I thought that's what I wanted because yeah. I was like, she's like good looking and we're friends. And I don't know why this wouldn't work, but it was just like a full, like the vibe or whatever, like something didn't mesh. And it was just like, and I like, remember I was like, I don't know if maybe I have like a problem. And then, like, I hooked up with somebody else, like, the next week, and I was like, I don't think I've ever been harder in my life. So it was just, but it was just a thing where it was like, oh, it's truly, it was truly just like uh, my body being like, you are not, like, this is not, you guys are friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, I've had the opposite thing where it's been that I like, I just like the person so much that it literally isn't working. Yeah. Which is also crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm like, you know, you're so nervous and you're like, yeah, Oh, I want to like do well. I, like, yes. That happened with the girl I'm talking well. about. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's recent. But, yes. It happened the other day. Okay. But, you know, you prove yourself in other ways. You can probably lift a box over your head pretty well in front of her. Yes. And if you think I'm not looking for reasons to move shit around her apartment, she'll yeah. wake up and be like, I put, I put the bookcase over there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even have to take the books off. I picked it up with the books on it. I loved it. You were asleep, so you can't confirm this, but I actually put more books on. Yeah. These books are really much heavier than a regular book, actually. Yeah. What are you reading? Infinite Jest? You got 10 copies of that? <laughs> yeah. I, I did go out and buy them, then I brought them back and I put them on the bookshelf. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. No. They were there. I'll go return them if you don't want them, but I've, no. I've read it, by the way. It's a big book and I'm smart. Yeah. Um, I, I read it this morning while you were asleep. <laughs> uh. Uh... I want to make sure we're going to, we're going to do a segment right now, Mike. Okay. Yes. The name it. of this segment right now is called say you're sorry. I want you to think of a moment in your life, Mike, where you did something, you said something, you think you might've hurt somebody's feelings. You think you might've made them feel bad. You never said sorry for it. It's okay. the best answer is usually the first thing that comes to your fucking head. Okay. So, as a lot of people know, I have never done COVID. anything wrong. <laughs> I am God's perfect man. <laughs> and, okay, but, because I'm trying to think, because I've done a lot of fucking bad shit. Like, not like bad, like, not like, you know, I still, I used to steal a not lot. Not like murder. Not like murder, but like close, I guess. Um, okay, I would like to say sorry to one of my, okay, to a couple of my former landlords. because one of them i decided we were going to move out early but my but the night before we moved out my band had a show inside of the house nice 
and we like really we tried to move the couch from the kitchen from the living room into the kitchen but the hallway was really narrow and the couch got stuck so then what we tried to do was just we're like what if we just push it up more and we like pushed it up and then it got stuck above and we just like fucked up the walls and then we had like a show and then we had like there was like broken glass on the floor and like all this shit and then we moved out we tried to clean it up a little bit but didn't really do that well you lost lost your security deposit i've never gotten a security deposit back in my life nice never once so i just i just assume i'm not gonna get it back um I, i fought for them never i just go like you know what you're probably right (laughs) <laughs> you are right i have done enough damage here that's so funny and then the next apartment i lived in i moved in in april or april or may wait i don't know but where was that last house albany new york okay and I, then i moved around the corner smart move yeah and we moved it in april and then in september we were like what if, what if we just don't pay rent anymore what if we just stop paying rent yeah. and then and then we stopped paying rent, and then I just literally moved out one day in February. So from September to February, I did not pay rent, and then I just moved out, just left, and didn't tell. We didn't tell them. Oh my god! And, and I will say this: truly, nothing has ever happened to me because of it. Never once got a phone call. What? Nothing. It's one I- of the most like white male privilege <laughs> moments of my entire life. Yeah. Dude. I think it was just just because we lived in like shitty like student apartments, so I think the, the landlord probably had like forty people, like forty units that he was worrying about. So yeah. just me being like, "All right, fuck off." He was just like, "Yeah, whatever. It's easier than like going to court." Oh my god! Yeah, dude, that's uh, the coolest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so sorry to those guys, I guess. I mean, sorry to them, but also, what a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of came out on top, and I'm not really that sorry, but it's like I guess, like, yeah. How yeah. like how much rent do you think you owe that man? Eh, I mean, me personally, so like probably like six months. Yeah, probably like three thousand. No, my rent was so cheap. I probably owe like fifteen hundred dollars. Like my fuck? rent was like three hundred. Like okay, when I moved to Albany, my first apartment, my bedroom was two hundred dollars a month. Shut the fuck up. My whole apartment was $840. It was a four-bedroom. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the deal. It goes down. It goes down in the deal. 
21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Like, it's insane. I can't imagine. Like, I didn't, I didn't have to work. I could have found that much money on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not a joke, you should write that down. That's it's not. That's I just, yeah. insane. That's insane to me that some people live for that amount of money. Yeah, I could have had, I mean, for like basically what I'm paying now, I could have had a four bedroom apartment. It would have sucked shit, but I could have had a four bedroom apartment. Oh, you would have made that place a home and you know it. Of course, dude. I would fucking rock rocked his shit. ass. Um, all right. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you were able to apologize to who you need to apologize for. That's. Um, I hope. I hope it's, they. I hope they never hear this. But I hope they do. <laughs> I hope that my former landlords from Albany, New York, are fans of your. Are podcast. actually are fans of you, and they're like, "Listen, he guy owes us money, but what a funny motherfucker!" I'm just gonna but say he, that right now. He can spin a damn yarn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him that. That's insane. Do you have any idea how often I've just wanted to like see what happens if I don't pay my rent? Yeah, I think when New York landlords are like psychotic. New York landlords are insane. So like, uh, like I guess this like landlord COVID yelled like, at me before I moved in. Why? Uh, because I was scheduling when I could drop stuff off to the girl who did live in this room. Yeah. Uh, before I could send the landlord a Zelle payment because Zelle had a five hundred dollar limit. Yeah. Uh, and she was like. Okay, so I'm canceling your uh, your agreement because, you know, sometimes people just don't agree. People just don't agree on things. Oh and God. that's how it works. So I will not be renting you any room. I tried calling her three times that, that day. And then yeah. at 10 p.m., I was, at, I was eating a burger and I was out. I got an email saying, hey, it, not renting you the room. Sorry, I changed my mind. Fucking! I called her immediately. She finally answers. I'm like, "What? I move in two days. What's going on?" Yeah, I'm like, I sound, I sound like just not even like stressed. I'm so tired. I'm like, I move in two days. Yeah. What are you talking about? Not renting me room? I signed yeah. the papers. <laughs> what do you mean not renting? You start talking like her. <laughs> what you mean not rent you room? Not rent <laughs> What do you, what I you got, mean? I disagree with you. Disagree. I double disagree. <laughs> I so double in fact. We agree. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I didn't even think of the double disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, two negatives are a positive. <laughs> Shit. She's like, and I did take math. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's like, you can't argue with my eighth grade education. You can't. Um, dude, I mean, some landlords are like super. I mean, they're just fucking stupid. And they ended up with money and they are doing okay at running it. You know? Yeah. Oh, dude, there's so many people that just like through brute force are successful. It's. It, I wish I was like that, but I care about being an artist, which is the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life. Yeah, man. Um. That being said, there's so many artists who are so bad and they succeed. It's insane. Yeah, it's truly the luck of the draw. Wish I could say names on here, um, <laughs> but I, I I will never make my show that. Don't worry, you can um, text me. Him. I'll text you it right now and you can laugh. Yeah. Um, uh, the next segment on the show here, Mike, the next, God, I'm burning out. <laughs> <laughs> the next, the, the, I should never work out before recording, I think. Usually, 
Yeah, me neither. If I... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the other day when you guys... So it was you, Yudoi, and Mamadou were like running. Yeah. And your hat fell off and I ran to get... And I ran and put your hat on so it looked like somebody stole it. I was out of breath for so long. <laughs> I like because ah. I ran really hard because I was like I want to get it before he like turns around, and then I did. But then it was like still probably I was I was out of breath for a while. I mean I don't know how fast you think you ran, but I made it to the other side, turned around, and the first thing I said was, "Look at my get my hand." <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, would have been a funny bit though. I could have pretended that I saw I didn't see it. Yeah, and I know. have that. I think I, I know, know exactly what you were going for. But I do love the fact that your first impotence was to fucking... It's like, his hat fell off. <laughs> like, get him. You have to run to go grab it. I have to go run and get it because it'd be funny if he thinks someone stole his hat. Oh, God. Um, I mean, I wasn't feeling very much like working out that day either. But if, if I'm around active people, I feel like I got to do it. Uh, I was also feeling not sexy that day for many reasons. So I felt yeah. like I had to be physical. Is it because of your face and body? It's because of my face, body, how I look, sound, talk, act, and fuck. Yeah, that's probably that's not going to help you out. It's probably about all three of those things. Also, I can't count. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this next segment, I want you to think about um, uh, a time in your life, uh, Mike, where you had like it, a big situation kind of happen to you. You walked away with a lesson. You know there's a lesson to have been learned. Um, you give advice to other people following that lesson that you learned uh but it's still not ingrained in your head you know oh, like for example i tell people all the time uh to fucking like ah oh, man just go for it love yourself i don't do it ever no never i have told so many of my friends who are like i think maybe just because we've been talking about relationship stuff yeah but it's just like like talking about how they have to be in relationships with like people who respect them or like treat them well. Oh and yeah. How and how many of my relationships were with women who like actively seemed to dislike me. Yeah. Like while we're dating. Oh, what a thing, man. What yeah. Thing. And I'm like, and literally I'm like, you gotta be like, I'll just tell my friends like, why are you like, you got to tell them, why are you talking to me this way? Like, why are you letting them talk to you this way? And then I'll get home and my girlfriend is like, you're fucking stupid. And I'm like, no, you're yeah. right. You're right. You yeah, are. I, I am. actually am, I guess. Who do you think you are? I am. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just turned into the bowling guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ellen, that's like a, that's a, that was like a huge thing that I had to learn. Like, you, you have to just be in relationships. Like, with people who fucking respect you. People who respect you. I think I think that was like yeah, that's that's a lesson I'm still learning and I'm telling it like to myself. And like as it happens, I don't have very many friends who tell me uh their their like relationship stories because I most of the people who are acquaintances, I mean, you just kind of fuck around for like an hour and then whatever. Yeah. Like I dude, I consider Yodoye to be one of my best friends. I don't know a single thing about his dating life. <laughs> yeah. I know not a single fucking thing about it. Um, like there, you know, there's just people like that. But um, I know for a fact I would try to give that advice to someone that you just said as soon as they asked me like for any yeah. kind of relationship advice, and then I would let my girlfriend walk on my back in stiletto heels. Oh, dude, yeah. How many times I've I've told people that they like can't keep going back and like you know hanging out with people who 
seemingly don't want a relationship with them or anything like that. And then, like, I do the same thing. Or even I will do that or I will act that way to other people and know I'm doing it and be like, I have to stop doing this. And then I'll keep doing it. So I guess I should apologize to those people, too. I guess I should say I'm sorry to them, too. But, like... But you should also be nice to yourself of, like, the time where, I mean... you didn't know you didn't want that. You were unsure of it, you know? Yeah. But, shit, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's This is such a funny... It's funny that this is a question I've chosen to ask people since day one of this podcast because every time it comes up, I'm like, yeah, I got no right to talk about that either. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm so fucking... Like, I am... How many times I tell people to, like, not be so hard on themselves and then like dude like the amount of i was like in bed with a woman once and yeah and we had had sex and she was like you are really mean to yourself (laughs) like the way i was like talking about myself after we had had sex and she was like you are really not nice to yourself and i was it wasn't even like she wasn't even like it wasn't her like talk she was just like she was realizing it because we didn't really know each other that well, obviously. If I had sex with her, I don't really know her that well. Uh, I'm not going to have sex with someone I know well. I respect them too much. Yeah. Um, for what we're about to do to each other? No. Dude, I, I don't. Uh, I, I know we mentioned earlier, but I don't get people who are able to actually like have sex with their friends and then just kind of hang out with them. Oh, you mean me? Yeah, I mean you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's just not a thing that I can do. Yeah, I think it's a. I think it is a. Um, I I don't want to make this sound like a, a judgy thing, but I've just had sex with enough people where I realize it doesn't matter. Yeah, and I just am like, yeah, oh yeah, like there's people I've had sex with, and I'm like, oh, I'm having sex with my friend right now. <laughs> like you like yeah. realize while you're having sex with them, you're like, oh, we're just like, yeah, we probably won't ever do this again. That's so crazy. Yeah, that's so crazy. But can like, you just can you describe one of these encounters for me? <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, anything you want for you, for me, for you. Um, but yeah, like sometimes I do that yeah. voice and I think it's funny, and then I actually like now that I have so this new microphone, uh, I have the headphones plugged in right into it, and to hear my voice sound exactly how it actually sounds, <laughs> yeah, said right into me. I'm like, oh, that just sounds creepy. Yeah. yeah. Can, Dude, you, like the, can you explain that one time? <laughs> like when you hear like the first time you hear yourself do stand up. Oh my God. I was like, Every oh, time I'm... I listen to a, a, a tape, it actually ruins me a little bit. I'm like, this can't be what I sound like. Cause in my head, I'm like, I got like a deep, sexy voice. And then I hear myself on recordings and I'm like, I have thoughts on dating in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever, did like, you ever hear the thing where you, the way you actually sound is when you put your uh, hands in front of your ears, like on your cheekbones. Cause what no, you I, actually hear uh, all the time is the echo of your own. Voice. Yeah. Is like rattling inside your head. Yeah. Dude. What? Can, God rushed this whole thing. Really fucked up. Seven days. You fucking piece of shit. Buddy. Come on. Or was it eight? Either way, he rested for fucking one of them. Yeah, no days off. Hashtag rising grind, God. <laughs> Dude, he made all of creation in seven days. If I even tried to build a Lego set in ten days, you think I'm resting for one of them? I'm gonna get mm-hmm. that shit done. 
Yeah, that movie How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is about God making Adam. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hey, hello, is this the huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh Mike, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna close this out with uh with the let's, final segment. Let's which, fucking go, baby. Which is uh questions. We got some questions. Oh, we got some cues. Yes, 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 yes. I love dude. You, I, fucking uh, really, I dude. love I I love when there's some cues. Okay, here's here's one that we got. Yeah. This is for you, obviously. Yeah. If you, if you had to choose, this is one of each of these things. If you had to choose the personality of a person, the comedic ability of another person, and the looks of another, who would you choose? And my, okay. my spin in the question is, why are all three of those me? Okay, so definitely not you. <laughs> <laughs> At least give me the looks for the love of God. Okay, so, dude, no, but I did compliment, I was complimenting your thighs a lot the other day. You were, and thank you so much. They really looked great. Thank you. I, it's, fun to, it's fun to compliment your boys on their body. I, I, I will say I don't, I, I will never forgive society for making us think that men being vulnerable is quote unquote gay. I'll never yeah. forgive them for that. I, it's a thing where I've like... I mean, it's just in general. I I didn't really enjoy to be a vulnerable person. I didn't like opening up emotionally. And no, I'm like, you and me really... are softies. Well, yeah, for sure. But I like him. Like I put up like a. I used to put up like a really hard front. But now I'm like, it's really fun to like tell you. Like you, you, literally up until like last year, if one of my friends was like, "I love you," I'd be like, "Don't fucking say that say out loud." Yeah. Don't fucking say it. Yeah. So okay. So it's the personality of one. The Comedic, comedic ability. ability and the looks of another. And they don't all have to be comedians. No. Okay. So the looks. But it'd be cool if the um, either one of these was me. Yeah. So it's definitely not. Neither. None of them are going to be you. You're literally sure. hurting my feelings. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you got you to you take this up with the person who asked the question. Because <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Because they designed it to hurt your feelings. Um, let's see. I think looks. Oh God, there's a couple guys that I see. And I'm just. No, it's not Joey. It's probably got to be. I mean, it's not. I don't think I look like him, but I think we have enough similar features where if it was just like, oh, if I just kind of looked like. This I Joe love Paul, that you're going for someone you think you look a little bit. No, like I don't think already. I look like him, but I think like Jake Jalen Hall is like a white guy who has like a similar shaped head mm -hmm. and like facial hair and hair. And like, I don't think we look like each other in the face. But if someone was like, you kind of look like Jake Jalen Hall, I'd be like, thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So him, like, his, like, because even him, like, not shredded for a movie is in, like, really good shape and, like, looks yeah. great. Clothes fit him really well. Um, yeah. So probably Jake Gyllenhaal. It looked like him. The comedic ability, That's I mean... That's a great answer, though. Yeah, he's a fucking hot. He's a fucking hot guy. I've seen him in a play, and let me tell you right now, he's just as hot in person. Yeah, it's I've seen insane. him in two shows. I've seen him in two shows. The hot... The, so, like, I have, like, literally, like, pictures of men that I think are good-looking on my phone to, like, bring to the barber and shit. And it's literally like Jake Gyllenhaal on Howard Stern. So it's not even him like in a movie. It's like him like chill. Just how he naturally looks. Yeah. And he has like longer hair. It's like after Southpaw. So obviously he was in like unbelievable shape for Southpaw. Oh my God. Like crazy. So, and then comedically, I mean, how can, I really can't say anybody other than Bill Burr. I, dude. It's insane. Or Patrice, like the two, like, which is so funny because I'm not close to either of them stylistically. Stylistically, no, but I you have the energy of Bill Burr. I really, dude, I had to fucking, 
I introduced him once at a show and I almost fucking shit myself. Where? At the Fat Black Pussycat. I was hosting and it was like insane. Oh my God. It makes it sound like I'm passing the seller. I'm not. I was hosting for someone else. <laughs> yeah. Who are you hosting? You, you used to host for, a couple times for. Yeah, for, for Bobby Kelly. Nice. Yeah. It was like when I was doing work on his podcast, but I just didn't want to do that anymore. So. Why? Oh, the um, podcast work, not the open. I didn't, no, I would love to open for him, but if you don't work on the podcast, it's not. he's not really going to let you open for him. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then personality. Hmm. I'm trying to think because I've been. I'd be kind of cool if you said Joey. It would definitely not be Joey. That's the least of no. The, the fact least that I keep three. putting myself out there, and every time you say no, it hurts a little bit more and more. Yeah, and more. yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the thing where you can, you know it's the law of diminishing returns. There's no way I'm gonna <laughs> say Joey, and you keep being like you gotta say. You Joey. could hey if you'd rather Joseph go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say that either, unless it's the guy who, uh, <laughs> unless who. Unless you're the guy who is married to the Virgin Mary. Yeah. That that Joseph. <laughs> um but personality, fuck, I don't know. I because I've been really like obsessing over the idea of like because it's I don't see myself this way at all. Guys that I yeah. think are like reserved and okay. like and not soft spoken, but that like don't talk a lot, like kind of choose their words carefully. Like I'm always like really just like uh, jealous of those guys. Like I wish that I didn't have to like to have something to fucking say all the time. And I could just kind of like sit back and, and chill. So probably, I mean, this is going to be the most Italian answer in the world, but probably like Frank Sinatra or something like that. Oh, like yeah. a guy who, cause he doesn't need to prove anything, you know? Yeah. And you can tell at, at a table, he probably like just, he sometimes probably didn't even talk if he was spoken to. Yeah. Yeah. He'd just be like, Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that kind of like that energy is like I that's that what too. I'm really yeah, I'm really jealous of that. Like I the the not the constant need for approval that I feel like I have. Yeah. I actually I did just tell this girl the other day uh that I told her about a curse that I have uh with all my friends and anyone who like meets me if we're meeting each other while we're out. And that's that um if I'm quiet for a moment when I'm out, everyone thinks I want to kill myself. Okay. So do you, do you feel, um, so I feel like when, when you're introduced to, to new people, so like say I'm introducing you or, or Lily's introducing you, anyway, like a, a friend of yours, and they'll like, they're like, this is Joey. Joey is so fun. Does yeah. that like, do you, does that like weigh on you a little bit? Like, do you feel I do, like a pressure? I do need to live up to it. I feel like yeah. here's the thing. I've wondered if I'm gonna feel like that when I have a, a little bit more success because right now it feels like my calling card is the fact that I'm a very fun person. Yeah, you know, like that's my currency in life is that I am very fun. Yeah, and that's uh, the kind of the you're you're like the fucking the the perception that you that people have of you but also that you have of yourself is that you're like kind of like the fucking party starter yeah a little bit so, but i think that's also from people who aren't who that's all might be a thing from people who are more acquaintances of yours it definitely is 
people who are my friends know that I'm fucking tired, that I'm overall yeah. just tired. You because guys I, I, because I, the park yesterday, and the first thing that Lily said, even before we talked about anything else, was that my eyes looked sunken in. Yeah, because I, I mean, like I've hung out with you enough times to know that you are, like most people, a multifaceted person. And you have, you know, you're not just, you're not just 11 p.m. on a Saturday night, Joey. Yeah. You're, you have, you know, you, you fucking read books and, and watch plays and, and like music and yeah jack guys off at your, at Equinox or whatever. Yep. <laughs> it's been yeah. hard with the steam room closed. It's really difficult. But yeah, but it's, yeah, I think that is the thing that is the, the, there's the expectation that you have of yourself and then the expectation that other people have of you. And then both of those things like can fucking weigh on a person. Like even a thing where it's like, I have a group of friends, like from like before I started comedy and stuff that I'm still friends with and we'll be out. And one of my friends will always be like, Oh Mike, he's like the funny guy. And it's like, and every time you're like, Oh, just say my name. When we were like 23 or like 18, I was happy to try to be like, like try to fucking like get a laugh. And now I'm like, I just want to fucking sit and like, I want to sit and like go to a restaurant and like talk. And like, if if it happens to be funny, great, because that's naturally how I speak, but I don't need to be like fucking like, you know, fucking shucking and jiving for for people's attention. I don't even think that the idea of like sitting down and loving a conversation came with age. I initially thought that and then I realized, no, it came with getting a little bit more comfortable with myself. I I just want to talk to someone. I think that's huge. I think that is really, I think it's a thing where a little bit in, in, in quarantine, I have had to deal with that. Just like, how do I feel? How do I feel with, how do I feel about me? And how do I feel with me? Because now I'm really with me. I don't, because, you know, before this, we were all running ourselves into the ground. I'd wake yeah. up, I'd go to work and I'd immediately leave work and go to a, a mic or go to a show and go, or go get dinner with people before a show and then go hang out at this and blah, blah, blah. And then I'd get home. And so it was like, I didn't even, I've, I didn't even have time. I didn't spend time making my room nice because I wasn't in it enough for it to matter if it was nice. Yeah. I would come in, drop my bag, pass out in bed, wake up, go to work and fucking repeat the cycle. But now I'm like, okay, do I like do I like hanging out with who I think I am? You know, like yeah. what is what do I think the idea of Mike is? But then what who am I actually? And what is the thing yeah. what is like the persona that I was putting on? Is there anything you learned about yourself in quarantine where you're like this is actually who I truly am? Like I loved that I love an aimless walk. I always love them, but like an aimless walk where there's a book in my bag or like some food, I'll like sit down somewhere and I'll just enjoy it and like letting time pass and like sitting in the sun. I, I, I love thought, not talking. Yeah, I love, I love. So I've really started to, so what, before when we were talking about movies, I didn't even give myself time to watch movies unless I was like going to the movies with friends as like an activity. Oh. You know, but now, but now I'll like, I've been like fucking plowing through movies because I have time to watch them and I really enjoy watching them. And I really enjoy watching like one movie that could be described as boring, like almost nothing happens in the movies, but I really <laughs> like that. And I just like, oh, I don't, I thought I needed constant interaction and I thought I needed constant motion. I had to be this perpetual motion machine and I could never slow down or I wasn't working hard enough. And I think that I am my best self 
when I give myself time to relax and I give myself time to recharge and I give myself time to live a life that is worth commenting on. Yeah. That's why you get comedians who do jokes about doing comedy. Because they have and nothing else going on. Because they have nothing. And I was like that. I mean, I, I wasn't doing comedy about comedy, but I had nothing for, not had nothing, but I didn't do anything except focus on, on comedy for years. And, I, and it's like, this was a, it was a little bit of a relief to not, you know, I don't think it was a relief that fucking whatever, two, fucking 200,000 people died. Yeah. But I, it was a relief to, be, to have the permission to, to stop and to have the permission to like just relax and, and, and learn what I really like and what makes me, what like really, like what makes my brain fucking fire. Yeah. And that kind of shit, like that is really, uh, it was an interesting thing to learn and it was a nice thing to, to learn. And it was, I feel like even, I feel like a much calmer and, and more, not more complete person. Cause I think I don't, I don't think anything really has changed, but I feel more, I feel calmer and I feel more, I feel more content with, with who I am. And it makes so, and then that makes me more confident in who I am as a person. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm fine. I think I'm reaching that slowly. I'm noticing that even as I like date date someone new, I'm just like you're already sitting at the table as someone different. Yes. Um, but but I no one can argue that whoever this different person is is not any more you than you've ever been. Yeah, yeah. You just you know everyone fucking you know grows and changes and 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 becomes different and it's and it's nice to be able to do it and not be like, and not have to like, you know, spend every second being like, what am I not progressing? Am I not blah, blah, like, and just letting it happen. That's all I ever thought about in my last relationship. And I'll say that was like a part of the downfall is like every, every argument was like, we're not growing. We're not, we're not like, we're not getting better. Yeah. Everything was a getting better thing for me or like changing. Were you different than the day before? And it's not, and you, yeah, it takes a long time to realize that it's not, life is not like playing a video game or whatever, you know, like, it's not like, there's not like, like clear objectives that need to be reached in a certain time period. It's just, it's more of a thing where it's like, you're doing, you're doing your same fucking, whatever, you're doing your bullshit every day. You wake up and you have to fucking jump on the, uh, jump on the wheel and, and, and spin it. And then you get to kind of look, you get to like over a period of time, you get to look you know, kind of uh, uh, zoom out and, and see the progress as a whole instead of like tiny increments. And I think that is a, a much healthier way to look at it because I used to look at it in like, what am I doing today that I wasn't doing yesterday? Yeah. But it's like insane. Like, what do you... who are we stressing ourselves out for, Mike? Exactly. For me, it, I, I know why. It's because of the idea of time and the fact that I'm always losing it. And I feel like yeah. I could have I done more yesterday than I did today and that's always going to chase me no matter what so i mean the hands of time will crush us all eventually yeah so it's like that's the thing where it's like oh yeah i had to like i had all these things where i'm like i thought that i i don't know why i thought this but i thought i wasn't going to live past whatever 27 28 i had I just thought too when i was younger and i was like i didn't plan and then i got to 28 and i was like no 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 i, I haven't done anything like yeah i haven't fucking done a thing so I just think it's a, it's 
I don't know, like having like worrying about these like kind of milestones that we put on ourselves is a, is a is a losing battle. Well, now I know if I succeeded at wanting what I wanted done by this age, I would have fucked it all up probably. Yeah, I if think I, so. If I if if I was if I were to succeed in doing what I wanted done by 25, I would be a different person. But being the man that I am right now, if I was 25 and succeeded at, at what I wanted, I would have fucked the whole thing up. Yeah, I mean, how many people get, you know, there's very, for every fucking Timothy Chalamet, there's yeah. 25 people who had one role and then fucked it all up. Yeah. And that, I was one of them. And you were one of them. They cut, they, my scene is on the cutting room floor, but they've already talked about never putting me in another thing. You played the peach in Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> <laughs> I was the beautiful boy in Beautiful Boy. <laughs> beautiful Boy. It's weird. They kind of cut around the whole beautiful boy thing, but you yeah, get the name. My cut was just Steve Carell. <laughs> there, he wasn't <laughs> chasing anyone. <laughs> there was actually no plot, really. It was just yeah. him walking around going, oh, A beautiful boy. A beautiful boy. <laughs> uh, Mike, I'm going to end it on that, man. We, um, You know what's so funny? I like recently I've been trying to get the episodes to be like 45 minutes to an hour. This was probably so incredibly long. This was an hour and like 40 minutes. I've been, yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're, you're one of the only people I would forgive in letting this happen because, Thank you. um, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a comedy podcast, but you are, a, you're a very smart and introspective man, Mike. I'm, so I think truly one of my, worst qualities is how much i can look inward because it's only ever made me feel worse uh i've said i've said to uh my friends i wish i was uh i'm stupid but i wish i was like fucking dumb because then i think i would enjoy life just a little bit more yeah i think you kind of put the stupid thing on yourself a little bit because i think we all know that you're like if you were really stupid you wouldn't be able to do any of the things that you do but, yeah, I, I'm just not. The, the, I'm just not the smart that I wish I was yet. Yeah, but and I'm also not this, 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 uh, the girl I'm seeing, her father. I, I don't want to. I don't want to keep talking about her, but like her father, uh, made his living. He composes classical music. Like he composes yeah. music. Orchestra. Of course, play. I, I want to. I want to fucking read all the books I buy. I want yeah. to. I want to be able to to watch a movie once and be able to fucking like dissect all the the meaning behind it. But I don't know. Just not I'm just there. not. Yeah, yeah, but it's fun. But I, but I think to be dumb and to not have to like really not look inward, yeah. ever is truly the goal. Yeah. <laughs> I wish, I wish I could be a fucking idiot. I wish, I, I wish I could amass knowledge and and not have it always affect my ego and psyche. Yeah, like yeah. like she like she said her dad. No matter how much success, uh, he has like. And I and I I associate success with smart. Like I'm like you're smart at something. Uh, you you did it. Um, but he's like, probably not the most famous person at that. Yeah, but he. I mean, what he does is like apparently he just like reads so many books that are like even like out of his like wheelhouse and like what he does. And she'll be like, because uh, he's also a refugee. Um, that she's like, I think he just didn't have like a certain kind of schooling where he thinks like no matter what in comparison. Oh. I absolutely, I've, I've, I mean, because I didn't fucking graduate high school. So I always feel, no matter what, I always feel You're so bad. much smarter than people I know who went and, to and, very and good high school. Yeah. And that's the thing where it's like, I didn't, I, you know, I have an 11th grade education. So I'll always feel less than 
than yeah. people who went to college who are dumber than me. College was a huge waste of time. So you did okay. Thank you so much. That's all. I've been doing comedy and, and making friends and, and being around for years and years just so I could eventually have you tell me that on a podcast. I'm so grateful to finally fulfill this because you, you made a lot of little NYU friends probably yeah, God. over the course of time. <sighs> yeah. Never have I hated the presence of a place more. Dude, it's insane. Because there really is. And I, and I hate, there's been good people I've met who've gone there, but overall it has been a terrible time meeting anyone who goes to that school. My dad used to work there, so I couldn't really? went there for free. But yeah, I was, he quit when I whatever quit when I was like four, so it really didn't matter. But I'm always in a, a little bit like, if you would have stayed just for 14 more years, maybe I would have graduated high school and went to NYU for free, and I could have been a fucking unfunny comedy writer instead. Yeah, I could have been a comedy writer who can't tell a joke to save their lives. Yeah, I hope I hope uh, anyone who just heard what I just said uh, doesn't think I truly 100% hate that place. I do kind of wish I went there a little bit instead of the school yeah, of I chose. Yeah, of course. Uh, We're all better. We're all... I'll, I'll never be happy with my choice. One no. of the things that did make me comfortable is I asked this girl about Harvard once and she was like, God, everything, like, I hated a lot of it. Yeah. You know? And, and you're like, great. You're yeah, great. And the sad, the sad thing is in my head, I was like, awesome. <laughs> 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 and when you say that, you mean Harvard University. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. 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 What a, what a, what a perfect callback to yeah. finish it off on. We did talk for six more minutes after it. Yes, of course. Why, why would I let it end? Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, Mike, look me in the eye. I yes. love you. I love you too. Um, that was the Italian kiss of death. We're both going to vomit We're both in our gonna sleep. We're going to die tonight. <laughs> Uh, I already know that I'm going to have you back at some point because there's even more that like I wanted to talk to you about. And we just, yeah. we, I mean, we True. go on, we go on tangents, man. Literally whenever. I love it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, get good sleep. I'm about to take a shower and fucking pass out. Yeah. Go, go do that. Jack I'll off. talk to you soon. All right. I love you, yeah. man. <laughs> I love you too. Bye. Bye. This is right where it stops, my friends. We have made it to the end of the epic two-parter with Mike Abruzzi. I hope you guys had a fantastic time. Not funny, that's the only way I could say his fucking name. It's like the only way it comes out naturally. Uh, I hope you guys had a fantastic time, man. I think it was fun. It was fun as hell. I had a great time doing it. God damn it. Mike's, uh, Mike's just a sweet, funny fucking all-around great guy, and you could tell uh, that you, you can't just end the conversation with him. You can't just turn the topic. You gotta let him think it through. You gotta ask your follow-up question. You gotta keep going. Uh, I, I, I think it made for a very great episode, and I'm glad you guys uh, stuck around to hear it. Uh, you guys are fantastic for doing that. We got some great people coming up soon uh on this show as well as me showing up on some other people's podcasts i'm gonna shout them out uh i'm gonna shout them out uh on uh, the following intros uh whenever they come out and uh you guys can uh find those as well love to support other people following their fucking dreams you know uh see you guys again soon 
Let's keep fucking going. Let's truck it along. Uh, I want you guys to check out uh, when you have time. Because right now you did just dedicate another hour to me. And you know what? I'm not going to ask for anything more. I want you guys to call your mommy. Call your daddy. <laughs> okay? I want you guys to text your brother, your sister, see if they're okay. Um, I'm starting a Patreon. I'm going to start putting up all of the uh, videos from the previous episodes on there. I'm uh, going to figure out how the hell to do that. And I'm going to start releasing episodes earlier on there with the video. So uh, if you guys want to be a part of that and help support me in uh, in a, you know, more financial way, <laughs> uh, check out that Patreon. I'm going to do more stuff on there. I'm going to be launching a solo podcast called I Also Don't Know, which will be coming out soon. And that'll uh, have exclusive releases on there a week earlier as well or several days because um, that's going to be a weekly show. And, uh, and be on the lookout for Mike is actually uh, the influence and the inspiration for it. Be on the lookout for my own newsletter coming out soon. I'll definitely shout it out in, the, uh, in a follow-up intro. Um, I'll see you guys soon. I love you. Besos. Bye. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.